0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Right now, joining us on the line, so pleased to have the head coach of the women's golf program down in Eugene at the University of Oregon, now in his fifth season, Derek Radley on the line, uh, getting ready for the Pac-12 championships and what you hope is another run to an NCAA uh, championship match. But good morning and uh, welcome in. It's so glad to talk to you.
1: Appreciate it, Jason. Thanks so much for having me on the show, and uh, certainly appreciate all the support for our Lady Ducks.
0: Well, and and quite a program that you've got uh, built up now in your fifth season. After being an assistant for so many years at Arizona, Uh, you came off the best season in school history last year, getting to the championship match and finishing runner up to Stanford. Uh, you've got a great roster of players, but maybe, uh, for people that aren't as familiar with the program, just kind of what's been your philosophy in building this up, uh, since taking over in 2018.
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, the, the very fortunate for my time at the university of Arizona in 2018, I was the assistant coach there and, uh, we won the national championship. So, um, uh, just seeing what, what that took, um, I and what that required, uh, from, from our players there. And, um, you know, when I accepted the the job here in Eugene, obviously the athletic um, department across the board has had so much success. And so, um, I remember taking tours of the facilities, meeting Rob Mullins, all the support staff here. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a we have a winning tradition, and so it was an easy yes for me. My wife Sarah and I we moved up uh, to Eugene in 2018, and. And that was the goal, was, was to really try to, try to build a championship team to get to where uh, we were when I was at University of Arizona. So uh, bringing on our assistant coach, Monica Vaughn, uh, is a huge, huge reason uh, as to why we've had been able to have so much success. Monica, um, if some of you don't know, uh, is originally from Reedsport. Um, so she's an Oregonian. And Monica played her college golf at Arizona State, we were actually big rivals when I was the assistant coach. I tell people all the time that she was my least favorite player to coach against because she beat <laughs> us all the time. <laughs> but Monica was ranked 10th in, in the world her senior year, and uh, she won the individual national championship in 2017. Uh, and the Arizona State Sun Devils won as a team in 2017. So it won Arizona State and then Arizona. So uh, we felt like we brought a lot of championship experience here, and it's been fun to build. Well, and
0: you come off a runner up season uh last year and for those that maybe don't follow collegiate golf until it gets to the to the championship rounds, it's a split season, so there's not much off season. Uh, A lot of players are are going to play in tournaments. Maybe they can get a sponsor exemption somewhere or trying to qualify for the U.S. Women's Amateur. uh, Some of the other team events uh, going on. So there's not much of an offseason. You're right back at it in the fall. Uh, What were the expectations coming in? How did that factor into the start of the season and kind of a little bit how difficult it is to manage a season that pretty much goes all year round?
1: Yeah, I mean, golf is uh, it, it does. We're really the only sport that competes in both the fall and in the spring in a in a team environment. I think tennis does, uh, but in the fall they compete individually. So it's it's a lot, and you know, obviously you're you're comparing what you did last year, but still knowing this is a brand new year, and we got to give it our best effort to be the very best team that we can be. Uh, a couple of our our All Americans, our, our recent uh, graduate last year, Heather Lynn. Uh, from taiwan she really led the team and she turned pro and is having a lot of success on the epson tour and then sophie kibbsgard nielsen who was a two-time all-american from a uh, for us from denmark is having success on the ladies european tour right now so both of them are playing professional so we brought some newbies in with but it's still understanding that this is what we built um you know we have three returners from last year's team that are really kind of taking over and stepping in that leadership role but uh you know, our goal is just to try to stay in the present, right, and and not get too ahead of ourselves and do the very best we can. And I think we've done a great job of that up until this point.
0: Well, there was a little bit of break um, in there, and we saw some of those, uh, you know, frontline players for you. Cynthia Liu and Brianna Chacon uh, both made the cut at the Augusta National uh, Women's Amateur and got to play Augusta on uh, on the Saturday there. And then uh, Ching Tzu Chen, Uh, with her performance at uh, the Ohio State tournament early in the year, qualified, got a sponsor's exemption on the LPGA two in the DO Implant LA Open. Those were both the same week. So how exciting was it for you as a coach to see all of your players competing in those events? And what are some of the lessons? How do you think that's going to help them now that you make your run here with the Pac-12 championships coming up here in a few days?
1: Yeah, so just so proud. I mean, you know, this, this was the fourth year of the Augusta national women's amateur. Um, it's the top 72 female amateur golfers in the world. that get an invite to play Augusta national the week before the masters last year, Cynthia Lou and Brianna Chacon received that invite. They represented us for the very first time we had ducks there. I went, uh, I actually caddied for Brianna last year, walked in the sacred ground. I mean, it's incredible. Um, and they both missed the cut last year. So they learned, I think, some valuable lessons. And their number one goal was to make the cut this year, and they did. But on that Saturday, you know, it's there, there's, uh, I think it was April 2nd, there's 25,000 fans at Augusta National that are there watching and cheering on women's golf. I mean, I had tears in my eyes. It's incredible. Um, so just so proud. They both made the cut. Cynthia finished, I think, tied for fifth. And Brianna was, like, tied for 25th. Um, I think that gave them a lot of confidence knowing they can compete uh, not only at a custom national, one of the toughest tests around, but also against the best female players in the world. And then uh, Chinsu, as we we refer to her as CCT, uh, that was her very first invitation and and, and opportunity to play in an LPGA event in LA. So um, took a lot. She said it was tough. You know, I don't think she played uh, all into what she was hoping for, but we talked about what'd you learn and she learned a lot from that week. So those those three are our three returners from last year. Um, they have that experience of what it takes in a national championship and for them to have that that experience playing in such high-level events uh, this late in the spring is really going to pay off as we move forward.
0: and here with head coach of the women's golf pro of Oregon, Derek Radley, as the women get set to head out here for the Pac-12 championships uh, down in Arizona. Uh, we'll get to the courses in a little bit, but it's always interesting coaching, being a team coach for such an individual sport. A lot of these women have their own swing coaches, and uh, you know we're used to seeing the individuals on the professional tours. They have trainers, they have swing coaches, they have new, you know, you name it. How do you then bring it all together as the coach of a team and try to balance uh, being there individually versus the team concept of what you need to go out and do to accomplish uh, goals?
1: That's a a great point. But, you know, (laughs) golf is is difficult in that way, right, in that we never actually pass the ball to each other. (laughs) So when we're out there, it's it's just you. However, um, we stress from day one of the season the connection – um, that, that you need to have as a team and, and a supporting teammate, um, a positive teammate, um, a caring teammate. And, you know, it's, it's easy to see, I think the teams that, that really make it far in the national championship are the ones that have great culture. And so that is something that is of the utmost importance that I put at the forefront. Um, when you see us play, as soon as one of our players finishes a hole, They will turn around no matter what score they got. They will turn around and throw a big hand in the air and wave uh, to their their teammate behind them. So that energy feeds off each other. Uh, Body language is something we really stress about how you carry yourself on the golf course because your other teammates see that. And so we want to be positive. We want to be high energy. and We want to walk with confidence. And so that's something we really stress and uh, try to bring that team environment together as much as possible.
0: Now the Pac-12 championships uh, down in Phoenix, Papago golf course, the national championships are going to be in Scottsdale. Uh, You obviously coached down there for a number of years. Is there a benefit to some familiarity with these courses?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm thankful for my, for my six years at, uh, at Arizona. Uh, My wife is actually born and raised in in Tucson. She played professional golf for eight years. So uh, I had a lot of experience in desert golf and um, you know, last year, The national championship was at Greyhawk and and this is, uh, it's going to be back there again this year. So I feel like I know every inch of that place. Um, biggest, the biggest challenge I think for our ducks is as, as we go down, just making sure that they hydrate and, uh, you know, we, we put umbrellas up on their push carts to provide some shade so that they can, uh, you know, feel okay and, and and keep their energy levels up in the heat. Um, but we actually played Papago, uh, golf course, which is the home of, uh, Arizona State. Uh, their, their, their golf teams there. So we played there in the regular season event a couple weeks ago and the Pac-12 championship is actually going to be hosted on that same golf course. So we kind of had a free go around uh, of the golf course. It's um, it's pretty straightforward. The the greens are huge. So speed putting is going to be really important. We've been stressing that a lot working on uh, you know, our 30, 40, 50 footers trying to lag them close. And, and then obviously um, the elevation and the temperature change realizing that our golf ball is going to go further. So trying to get those numbers dialed in, um, exactly. So we can have a lot of birdie opportunities.
0: Well, uh, you hope it's a very successful long stretch here over the next month, uh, to the NCAA championships for a return trip. But then your summer got a lot busier. You were named the head coach for the women's team, uh, for the Arnold Palmer cup, which is a Ryder Solheim cup style tournament amongst, uh, the top collegiate players. And, uh, but the tough part is, is you're on the American side, so a couple of players you're familiar with may not be available to you. You might be going up against them.
1: That's right. We had two Ducks uh, actually compete for Team International last year in Switzerland for the Arnold Palmer Cup. It was the first time ever that, that we had two Ducks compete in, in that uh, wonderful opportunity. And yeah, I got a phone call a few months back um, saying I was a finalist for the head coach, and it really kind of caught me off guard. I was beyond... Thankful. And then uh, and then they told me that I actually uh, I was selected. So just so excited. My wife, Sarah and I actually named our oldest. We have three kiddos and we named our oldest Palmer. So I, I've always thought the world of Mr. Palmer um, and his values and what he stood for. And this this legacy and tradition that, that he does for this event, it's actually going to be June 8th, ninth, and 10th uh, in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which is where Arnold grew up. So there's a lot of, uh, of uh, really special history there. It's going to be the top 48 college players. So there's 24 men and 24 uh, uh, ladies, uh, 12 Americans, um, and, then, and then 12 international, both from the men and women. So um this, this past week, we had our very first uh, committee meeting. Excited to be a part of that as we start to narrow down the selections. And then on April 25th on Golf Channel, Everybody can check out. They're going to name uh, the 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 twelve ladies um, that will uh, be on on my team for the R. O. Palmer Cup, as well as the the men as well. So just super excited, thankful for the opportunity, and you know, fortunately, I feel like I know I know a lot of the top players from the recruiting trail, just from competition, and so I, I can't wait to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. Well, we're looking
0: forward to that. We're looking forward to the Pac-12 championships uh, coming up this week. The Pac-12, one of the strongest uh, conferences when it comes to golf, both men and women. Uh, what are the expectations going in, and uh, who are you expecting to see lead the way for your team here this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, last year was, uh, was really special. Um, we won the Pac-12 championship first time in, in, in Oregon women's golf history as a team. Uh, Cynthia Lou won as an individual at, at Eugene Country Club here, and so we're excited to go down and defend our title. I think every time we tee it up now, you know, we have an expectation we want to give, be there on that final round to have a chance to win. And uh, I think we're the second-ranked team uh, in the conference. Stanford being number one, they've had an incredible year. They've they really led uh, much as they did last year, so they're going to be tough to beat. And I think Arizona State too on their home course is going to be going to be difficult, but. You know our our conference is so strong, especially in women's golf. So uh, we need to bring our best. Know that every shot counts, and uh, you know I, I'm really leaning on our three returners from last year. Uh, again, Cynthia Lou, Brianna Chacon, and, and Su Chen to. To lead the way and uh, and show the newbies what it's all about and how to walk with confidence during during the times that need the most.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it, uh, Derek Radley, head coach of the women's golf program down at uh, Oregon. Best of luck uh, this week and hopefully the next few weeks following, and uh, hopefully a, a long run here uh, in the spring to the NCAA championships. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll hopefully catch up with you down the road. Sounds great. Thanks, Jason, for having me. Go Ducks.